0: All right, we'll grab a seat real quick. Hey, so uh, three weeks ago on January 10th, we started a new series called Disconnected. Disconnected, and I gave a 21-day challenge to everyone that was here uh, for, for that week. I said, take 21 days. And the goal for those 21 days was to disconnect from the things that are disconnecting us, because we all know, right, like if you've got your cell phone, and you're sitting at dinner with somebody, or you're sitting at the lunch table, or something like that, and you pull out your cell phone, you might be connected to this, but you're not connected to any of this, right? We all know how that works. And so I challenged all of you guys to disconnect from some of those things, whether it was a cell phone, social media, Instagram, Snapchat, uh, or, or video games, or maybe some type of music, whatever those things were that were disconnecting you First in your relationship with God and then also in your relationship with other people. The challenge was for 21 days, create a habit to disconnect from those things that are disconnecting you. And I won't ask right now, uh, but if you did for 21 days, I got a text from somebody today. They said, is it 21 days today? And I said, yeah, it's 21 days. And they're like, man, I made it. And I was like, man, I'm so proud of you. That's awesome. That is, that is so cool. And he had like deleted Instagram because that was his thing. And, and he was like, he was like, you know what, it's, it's been cool that I got to do it. I made it all the way through. And you know he's kind of ready to kind of reconnect in some ways, but hopefully with a different, different perspective, on those things and so the goal is not now because it's been 21 days the goal is not to now all of a sudden pick up all that stuff and get disconnected again it's to realize how those things are disconnecting you because a cell phone can be a good thing it can be a bad thing and so using it the right way hopefully these last couple weeks have caused you to do that to disconnect for the purpose of connecting with god and connecting with other people now we're going to look in john chapter 15 again one last time tonight we'll start a new series next week John chapter 15, if you have your Bible, turn there. Uh, We're going to look at these verses again real quick. We're going to land on the last couple verses uh, on verse uh, 7 and 8. So John chapter 15, starting in verse 1, Jesus said, I am the true vine. Everybody say vine. vine. We've been talking about this. and My father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes, so it will be even more fruitful. And, and uh, Daniel talked a lot about this last week, about pruning, kind of what that looks like and what that means, that, that if you're not connected to Christ, is what it's talking about, he cuts off every branch that's not connected to me, he gets rid of it, that if you're not connected to Christ, that, that here's what happens, that when it's all said and done, you end up being disconnected. But if you're connected to Christ, if you have a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, then here's what happens, You're supposed to be bearing fruit. And it says he prunes those who are connected. Now, the the picture there is that there are some things that maybe are a part of of your life and a part of my life that, that you might say, you know what, that's not a bad thing, but you know what, if I cut that out, it'll create more. If that gets cut off, it'll create more life. Now, some of you guys know about exfoliation. Some of the girls, right? Most of the girls, most of the guys are like, I have no idea what you're talking about. What is exfoliation? It's getting rid of dead skin, right? Rubbing off that dead stuff so that the, the stuff that's alive, that skin that's alive and, and vibrant and all that kind of stuff uh, shines through. and shows up a lot better. Now you guys are like, wait, I got dead skin and I have like vibrant skin? I didn't even know that was a thing. I don't know how that works, but that's just what I hear. So that's what, that's what the picture is. But he says, I want you, Jesus says, I want you to bear fruit. That's the picture. He says there's people who don't bear fruit, those who bear no fruit, and those who do bear fruit. Now, some of you guys, that phrase is a little bit confusing. So everybody say with me, everybody look up here, say with me, bear fruit. Bear fruit. fruit. Now, you might say, what does that mean? I don't really understand it, so I want you to think of it. Uh, Maybe some of you guys are thinking like this first picture, you're thinking like a bear with fruit, right? Like bear and fruit. There's a bear holding fruit. Or maybe you're thinking of the next one, which is a clothing company called Bear Fruit. Um, Maybe you're thinking of that, uh, or maybe you're understanding it right, this picture of bearing fruit. This next picture right there. That a tree, that tree is bearing fruit. It's carrying, it's producing, it's holding the weight of that fruit. It is bearing fruit. Fruit. Now that's the picture that we're talking about. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of times to say bear fruit. So everybody say again, bear fruit. fruit. Look at the person next to you and say bear fruit. fruit. Some of you guys are still thinking of bears. Some of you guys are still like you're picturing bears still when you say that. Look at the person next to you and say bear bear fruit. All right. Now here's the thing. Daniel, like I said, he talked about he talked about pruning and he talked about some of that stuff last week. So ask yourself the question: What are some of the things in my life that are not bringing life? That are not bearing? Fruit And some of you guys, maybe you have these things that are attached to you. Maybe there's things that are pouring into you. Maybe it's the people you follow. Maybe it's the people you're connected to on Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter. The people you follow, the people you're allowing to speak into your life. The music you listen to, the movies, things you watch, things you listen to, places you go. The people you're around, you're letting them pour stuff into your life. And you're not realizing that that affects what comes out. And this is the stuff that Daniel was talking about last week weak. So think about those things. What are those things that you're surrounding yourself with? What are some of those things that you need to ask God to allow you to get rid of, to prune off of your life? Verse 3 says, you are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Now Jesus is talking to his disciples. He says, you're already clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. By the way, if you want to stay in the word, if you want to stay clean, not clean like Like, you don't ever have to shower. That's not how that works. But if you want to stay clean, if you want to stay on the path of Jesus, you need to keep listening to what he said. You need to spend time in God's word. You need to open up the Bible and spend time doing those things. And he says this. He says, remain in me as as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit. Everybody say bear fruit. fruit. No branch can Bear bear fruit. By itself, it must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. That's what Jesus is saying. He's saying, stay connected to me. If you want to know how to bear fruit, it's staying connected to Jesus. Now, there was a a family that was from Africa. They were in a rural place in Africa. And one of the older brothers in this family got to go off uh, to college and got a job and got to have a flat in in the UK. A flat is like an apartment, right? So he got to have this place. So his brother had come from Africa to visit him, and he was seeing all these things that he had never experienced in his life before. And he was blown away. It was like miracle after miracle, right? So his brother takes him into the flat. They get off the plane, takes him into the flat, and walks up, opens the door, and then flips a switch. And what happened when he flipped a switch? All the lights come on, right? And this kid was blown away. He was like like playing with it, watching the lights come on and go off. He's just, he's going with the switch and he's like, wow, this is amazing. Well, the next day his brother has to go somewhere. And he said, hey, why don't you go check out the market? So his, his little brother is walking around the market and he happens to walk by this place. It's like an electrical supply store. And while he's there, he sees a light switch and he's like, I need one of those. So he gets one of those. When he gets back to Africa, he gathers the entire village around. He's like, I gotta show you guys something, you'll be blown away. He gathers everybody around, takes that light switch, and goes, what do you think happened? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Why would, did nothing happen? Because it wasn't connected to any source at all. And by the way, some of you guys right now in your personal life, some of you right now in your relationship with God, you have that same problem. You're like, man, I would love to bear fruit. I love, you know, I think that sounds cool. It's amazing. It's a great idea. It's all these things. Jesus, yeah, I love Jesus. But you wonder why you're not bearing fruit and it's because you're not connected to him. You're not connected to your source of life. You're not connected to your source of power. You're not connected to the only one who can bear fruit in your life, who can produce that fruit. And that's what happens. There's no branch on a tree that sits there and goes, "Ah, produce fruit. Ah, I'm just gonna produce fruit. Ah, I'm gonna work hard and just, ah, it's gonna come. That's not how it works. I know, it sounds like I'm going to the bathroom or something, right? Uh, You guys are all like, I know, it sounds weird. Um, But there's no branch that does that. A branch doesn't say, I'm going to produce fruit. A branch, the only thing a branch has to do is stay connected to the root, right? Connected to the vine, connected to the trunk, the source of nutrients, because the branch only has to hold the fruit that the vine is producing, That's what bearing fruit actually means. It doesn't mean you produce it. It means you allow the one you're connected to to produce it and work it in you, and then when he works it in you, he's gonna work it out of you, and then you get to hold on to it, and you get to have it as a part of your life, and people will see you, and they will see, just like we saw that tree a minute ago, they will see that you are bearing fruit, and they'll say, you know what? I wanna be around that person, because that fruit looks amazing. I want to know that person, because what I see in their life, the fruit of their life, the things that they produce in their life look amazing. I want to know where that comes from, because I don't see that in my life, so I want to know that person. I want to be more like that person, and here's the truth. There are some people who actually aren't going to feel that way. There are going to be some people who look at your life, and they might even make fun of you, because they might be like, I don't want anything to do with that. They might be jealous about the life you live. They might not like the life you live, but everybody's going to be attracted in some form or fashion. They may say things about you. They may do certain things. They may treat you certain ways, but everybody, when they look at your life and they see the joy and the peace that they want, they see the hope that they want, that they don't have, when they see it coming out of your life day in and day out, they might deny it in the way they act, especially around other people, But when they're empty, they want exactly what you're producing. And all you have to do, it's one of the hardest things we have to do, stay connected to the source. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, you will bear much fruit. Everybody say, "Bear bear much fruit. Look at the person next to you and say, bear much fruit. Look at the person on the other side of you and say, bear much fruit. Bear much fruit. Stop spitting. Here's the picture. Those who are alive in Christ, it says, if you remain in me. Jesus said this. I want you guys to look at me. Everyone in the room, look at me. Jesus says, if you remain in me, I will remain in you, and you might possibly bear fruit. Is that what it says? You could, you you might have something. No, he says, if you remain in me, I will remain in you, and you will bear much fruit. You will bear much fruit. Now, I have a rule, Um, and I learned this uh, early on when I made a mistake, but I I, I learned this, and that is when, when a woman is pregnant, you don't ever ask her if she's pregnant, okay? But, um, But here's the thing. When a woman is pregnant, what do they call it? They, when, when you start to notice that they're pregnant, they say, oh, you're showing, right? Some of you guys are like, no, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what they say, right? Like you're showing, like it's starting to show that you're pregnant. And here's what happens when there's a life growing on the inside, it starts to show. they say, you're showing, that's the truth. When there's life inside, because you and I are connected to Christ day in and day out, that life is gonna show, and we get to show the life that is building inside of us. Now, there's a lot of people that put on a show, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about actually showing the fruit of your life. We're gonna, we're gonna test this out, because I think all of you would be pretty good fruit inspectors. So we're going to check some fruit. you tell me if it's good fruit or bad fruit? We're going to inspect some fruit. First one right here. Good fruit, not if you like it or hate it. You're like, ugh, that's gross. No, that's like good fruit, right? The next one, let's see the next one. Ugh. All right, all right, next one, bad fruit, right? All right, really I just wanted to show this. How many of you guys like bananas? How many of you think bananas are disgusting? Alright, I was just curious. I don't know, I don't know why that. Just, I was wondering. Alright, the next one. Anyone like strawberries? Yeah. Alright, next next fruit. <laughs> uh, Alright, take that one off. Um, that, yeah, that one. Good. When I saw that worm, it didn't look nearly as nasty on my computer screen as it looks on that screen. Uh, that's, that's gross. But here's the thing. I I want to show you that because because there's a reality here. Jesus was saying, I'm going to produce fruit in your life, and you're going to bear fruit, and all the fruit that he's going to produce in your life is going to be good fruit. All the fruit that you're going to try to produce on your own is going to be bad fruit, no matter what, okay? But here's the thing. Every one of you in this room, look at me. Every one of you in this room, you can look at other people's life, and you can see whether their life is producing good fruit or bad fruit. And I tell you that because every one of you are fruit inspectors, whether you know it or not. And everybody around you knows what kind of fruit you're producing. They know. People that you're close to, they know. They know if you're faking it, they know if you're not. And Jesus says, remain in me, I will remain in you, and you will bear much fruit. So let me ask you a question. Everybody look up at me. I've got a couple people talking and stuff. Everybody look up at me. Let me ask you a question, a really important question. If we were to put your personal spiritual life on the screen for everybody to look at, what would they say? not the things that you portray when you go to school, not the things that you portray when you come in here. I'm talking about what you know about your personal life and your personal relationship with God. When you put that, if we were able to put it on the screen, we were able to display what that looks like, what would everyone in this room say about the fruit that you're producing in your life? Would they say that's good fruit clearly connected to the vine? what would they say? Now for every one of us in this room, every one of us, not every one of you, every one of us, I'm including myself, none of us want that on the screen. So I'm not, we're not going to try to do anything like that. But here's the reality. Jesus said, if you remain in me, you will bear much fruit. If you don't, says, if you don't remain in me, you're like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire to be burned. Girls, any of you guys like flowers? You like flowers? I hate flowers. You want to know why I hate flowers? Because, and, and, and my wife's not here tonight. She's not feeling well, so I can say this with a little more freedom. Um, I hate flowers because I think it's the most unromantic gesture to offer these things that look pretty, but they're dead to somebody. You're starting to catch on, right? So he guys are like, oh, I never really thought about that. Hey, here, ha- have these dead things that are like dead now and dying quickly. Like I cut them off from their source of life and they're gonna be dead, you know, you're gonna show that they're dead really soon, but I'm gonna hand you these dead plants. That's what I'm gonna give you. dead plant in a pot. No, that's actually what I did. I got my wife a a real, like a real, some real flowers that like were actually still growing because they were connected. They had a root and stuff instead of flowers that have been cut. I think flowers are ridiculous because here's the thing. They look beautiful. They look amazing on the outside, but the truth is on the inside, they're dead and dying. And a lot of us, that's how it even looks for us because we're not, we don't remain connected to the vine. So I'm going to have one word Verse, verse 7, sorry. It says, If you remain in my, me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Last verse, verse 8 it says, This is to my Father's glory. To whose glory? my fathers. This is to my father's glory that you should bear much fruit. It's not so that people will look at you and say, man, that person is awesome. It's so they'll look at God and say, man, if God is doing that in their life, how amazing is that God? I want to know that God because look what's happening in their life because they are connected to God. I want to be connected to God so that can happen in my life too. It is to the glory of the father that you should bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. So, one word to help you produce fruit. If you're taking notes, write this down. Write down the word bear, B E A R. Write it down the side. The first one, B, be, begin with connection. Be connected to Christ. Some of you in just a moment are gonna have a chance. You might say, I've never given my life to God. I don't have that relationship with God through Jesus Christ. You're gonna have a chance in just a minute, but begin with that connection and then start each day with that connection with Christ. When you start your day, if you know Christ, students, if you know Jesus Christ, wake up, start your day with Jesus, say, God, I need you today. If you say nothing else, get on your knees and say, God, I need you today. I can't do this apart from you. I need you today, and I don't even want to do it apart from you, by the way. Help me to remain in you. I need you today. Some of you guys, that would rock your world if you would just start with a connection each day. The second one is exist in Christ. B. begin with connection. E, exist in Christ, which means continue that connection throughout the day. Talk to him. Say, God, I'm going, to this, I'm going to this class, and I need your help. God, this is a class that I know that I'm going to be struggled. I'm going to struggle with some more temptation than some of these other classes because of the people that are around me or because of my teammates about to go into the locker room or because of this or that, whatever it might be. This is a place I'm going to go. God, I need you in this moment. And you continue to exist in that connection. Say, God, I'm connected to you. Continue to produce these things in me because I can't do it on my own. I'm asking you to do that. Exist in that connection. Exist in Christ. A, allow Christ to work on you, in you, and through you. That's the picture of what he's talking about here in John chapter 15. That he works on you. He prunes those things off of you that aren't producing fruit. And then he gives his life through you and in you and then through you, and you get to see it happen. Allow him to work on you, in you, and through you. And the last one is repeat. Begin with connection, exist in Christ. Allow him to work on, in, and through you, and then repeat it. Not just every day, every moment. Because all of us, you could start today, or you could start tomorrow, and you could mess up first period. Guess what? You repeat that process. Begin with connection again. God, I'm sorry, I made a mistake, so I'm connecting with you. I need you now. God, I'm going to continue to walk in you. Work on me, in me, and through me. And repeat. That's how you and I will bear much fruit.